Welcome to another episode of I Wish I Was a Bit Taller. I am Amir Fergie's about to jump on. We get a little bit into the college mayhem that occurred this past weekend. We get into our bets. We uh, petition ourselves for assistant uh, gym jobs in the NBA. And we get into all the teams. Listen in. Hello, governor. Howdy, partner. You come back with some cash or are we not discussing this trip? <laughs> you know, I mean, a little, I guess. <laughs> Let's just say I'm not having problems fitting my wallet in my pocket, okay? <laughs> but at least there's a wallet in the pocket. Yeah, I didn't have to sell my wallet for any <laughs> yeah. other bets too. That would have been bad. Um, so, uh, so how many years consistently have you done this? Um, well, obviously, minus the year I got shut down i mean yeah like like 15 years probably wow okay so for people that don't know chris does an annual trip to vegas for the first what first three days of it the first Uh, yeah the the first round the thursday friday games and so uh him actually have a couple of friends that do this trip like separate groups but um so we were discussing off air how he did and we're talking and he's home and he's not kicked out of the house. So. That's true. That's true. So things are looking up. Yeah. It's always positive when you're not kicked out of the house. So. You know, when you, when you show back home to a smile, I mean, that's a good thing. <laughs> right. Um, well, there's not much. So I guess there is nothing good or bad about last week's results. You broke even. Um, and I won my two $50 bets came through. So I will take that hundred dollars total. Oh, I'm yeah. at 500 years consistently at 1700. Okay. We got three games. We got nets in at Memphis, which I think will be a good game and a good gauge of where at least where, um, uh, Memphis is at, you know? Yeah. I, I think, uh, this is the definite, I mean, absolutely time of the year where, uh, during whatever you want to call it, walkthrough, not practice. They're not practicing at this stage of the year, but walkthrough and, you know, pregame conversations. Uh, this is when they really start to get completely dialed in on, on game plan on what they're trying to do. Uh, I know these teams are in different conferences, West and East, but uh, they will, it's never too early to start looking at other, you know, other teams that they could face off or just matchups or what this team likes to do. Very similar to somebody else they may play. So, uh, you know, I really like this time of year with when you get two playoff teams playing each other, because I think yeah. they, they definitely try to dial it up defensively to get into a rhythm. Yeah. Uh, this one, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to go out there. I know the Nets, I'll tell you what, they're they're shaping up for that playoff long playoff run, I'm sure. But I'm going to go Memphis for uh, I'm going to go hundreds for Memphis. I think Memphis has a lot to a lot to prove. Um, I was going to say since oh, look, since uh, Kyrie basically plays once a week. He's yep. got plenty of energy to play, and he's been balling out when he does play. So absolutely, and I think he has. He wants to kind of prove a little bit going against Jaw. You know, point guard, point guard matchup. So, um, not that either of them play defense, but at least on the offensive end, now they might go at each other. So, I'm gonna pick the Nets, and I will bet a hundred. Actually, I'll bet fifty because. <laughs> I got to keep my cash though. <laughs> um, it's an ESPN game, so. All right, and and how can we talk a little bit about? I mean, how consistent Memphis has been? They're they're up to the two seed. 
Well, you know, I mean, uh, Golden State was going to drop out once uh, Curry Curry got injured, and he's not coming back till the end of the season. Basically, it's playoff run. So, um, I don't, I don't think Golden State really cares where they play. They just don't want to, and I don't see them falling into the fifth seed. Um, No, they're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna fall to the fifth seed. Or fourth or fifth. I mean, sorry. Yeah, Uh, that's tough. I think everybody's kind of locked into their positions. I think, yeah, Utah, unless Utah makes some sort of run, they're two games behind, two and a half games behind. So I don't think they're going to do it. Dallas is set in there. Actually, crazy part is... You know what? Dallas is not set yet, to be honest. I mean, they play Minnesota. They're losing to Minnesota right now, who is one of the hotter teams out there. It's crazy. And Denver, too. Denver's right on them. I tell you what, they do not want to happen. Dallas has been playing great. Man, they need to avoid. They play Minnesota, I think, three times in the last like eight eight days coming up, and wow. they cannot afford to drop into that seven seed. Because if you get into that one game shenanigans against the Lakers, and I mean, who knows? They may they'll do anything to win. They may resign Magic for one game. Just to, <laughs> I mean, he's about the same age as their starting five. Right Hell yeah, they is. So he had fit in nicely. Hey, look, LeBron looks like he's a young spry 29 year old homie you see the dunk over k love tonight hey man i thought i wasn't allowed to talk about your lakers hey no no positive and you just talked about it what are you talking about you brought him up that's true but i was saying i was saying a positive thing about them you're right (laughs) exactly only positive statements from now we do not want to face them because who knows who's going to be playing you know for them at that time you're right they play so they play right now and then they play again Friday against them again. And Sunday they play Utah. Yeah, yeah, they got a tough, they got a you know a couple tough games to, but that's what they they should. I I don't want them to play cupcakes going to the playoff because yeah, first yeah. round, I want them to to be dialed in. Uh, yeah. so they can you know hit their ground running. So um uh well speaking of ground running, uh the ninth or the tenth and eleventh place in the west is pelicans and the spurs so that is our saturday lineups san antonio in new orleans new orleans lost tonight at kind of a last second shot by uh um the hornets beat them tonight so uh games are getting close lakers were tied for with them for the 10th seed now they're in nine and pelicans are in 10 yeah i I see the pelicans holding holding off on this i uh yeah I, i don't think san antonio is going to have enough firepower to get over this. I can I can totally see CJ McCollum lead him to the number 10 seed in the playoffs. Uh so how much are you dropping on Pelicans? Oh a whopping 50. 50. All right. All right. Um, I'm actually gonna go the opposite. I'll pick San Antonio because they've had some when they lose, it's a toss-up. Like they play to the end. Like pop, you know, keeps them going. Of and course. now, you know, they might miss make or miss the game winner, but um i'm gonna i'm gonna like tonight pelicans uh what's it called uh hornets wrapped up cj the last shot as soon as he came off the screen they had two guys on like anybody else beat us besides you anybody else and ingram wasn't playing tonight so yeah um they took advantage of it but let's go with san antonio uh let's see how that happens and then the last game which is actually the sunday which we just spoke about utah at dallas well i mean is there any question? We're going Dallas for a big hundo. Okay. Okay. Because, just because Luca's about to drop 45, 12, and 10 plus eight turnovers. <laughs> just whisper that under the breath. 
Yeah, hopefully the mic didn't catch that. Yeah. Uh, I'll go the opposite. I'll pick uh I'll pick Utah. You would and... pick Utah. What's that? You would pick Utah. Well, so this is the other rumor that just is coming around since, you know, most than likely, I don't think he deserves it. They're they might be firing uh Frank Vogel from the Lakers, which That's he shouldn't, obviously. That's dirty. But um depending on how utah does in the first round they might get rid of their coach and there are teams lined up to pick him up and uh based off all the rumors are uh lakers would be uh the front runner because he was an assistant coach on the lakers staff um a handful of years ago and spurs would be the number two because he was on the bench under pop for a while too so is this pops last year I don't remember. That's when I was reading the article. They just brushed over it. They didn't say if it was last year or not, but it doesn't seem like it because there's not a lot of like fan, like, you know, like cheering or celebrating his career. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I'm it. not sure. I feel like I, I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't feel like he would go out like this without. Yeah. I mean, he's not he's not one that's going to want all the attention. I get it. But I think they would at least, you know, the organization might let it be known. So I, I don't think he's leaving, but here's my question for you now. Frank Vogel, obviously is if he gets fired, you know, it, it sucks. And it's just this rotating carousel of he'll find another job somewhere else. Right. Because oh yeah. Had good yeah. experience. But at what point, like, I know the pay, obviously that's, that's one of the points, but why do you want to even coach in the NBA? Is it just because of like, you're just being treated like royalty flying around everywhere and private jets and stuff. Like, I mean, it's a good life, I guess, but if you, as opposed to what though, I, I, like college or I yeah, mean, but college is, I, I think college has a different level of stress because you're not just coaching on the court. You're constantly recruiting off the court too. You're I, like, I, I totally get it. And I guess it, it depends on the personality. I just think from a, from like a respect standpoint, I mean, these, these NBA coaches, I mean, she, he came in there, won a championship. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, and then you've, the general manager came out and hired, or, or signed the oldest team in NBA history. <laughs> That's true. Like history of maybe any sports ever created. Hey, hey, let's not bash on the Lakers again. Hey, no, I, no. I, I, you even think, I even out. think there was like some senior centered <laughs> league out there that may have a, a younger always, always. You got to low, low below every bond with the Lakers. No, so I'm saying <laughs> that is terrible if you're going to fire Frank Vogel for this effort this year. I don't. I, so he has one year left on his contract. I don't think they should. I think they need to keep him. I think they need to keep, obviously, AD. You ship off uh, uh, Westbrook and whatever draft picks go along with it, and you just you have basically thirty million to play with. Sign some good role players. Absolutely, guys, ride know? it out with him. See what he could do with actually guys who can get out of bed without you know putting on whatever yeah, the hell. It, how hard is it for you to get out of bed right now? And you don't very hard, <laughs> I, very hard. I cannot suit up and go to the crypto arena right now. All right, I'm actually um, pretty tired. The game would be at halftime right now, and I'm <laughs> I'm pretty tired. Okay, you'd be uh, hey guys, second half, I'm out. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what some of those guys do, anyways. Carmelo's been out for like three games, even their young players, CHT's been out for like three, four games. I don't hey, know. So speak, speaking of that guy right there, can we get into it for a quick second and then we'll get off of the Lakers thing. <laughs> you mentioned THT. We've mentioned this before. Can there be a bigger bust right now? I think right now, if, if the Kings did a swap between those two, Buddy Heald and him, 
it'd be a benefit for both teams. But Buddy Hill ain't there anymore. Where do you? Oh, he got traded. Where do you go? Remember, he was part of the uh, part of the trade for um, where, where did Indiana, right? Indiana, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, either way, Indiana would still be a good trade for Indiana because they're playing young, right? They they Buddy Hield is out of their range of young players, right? They're building all young rosters. Buddy Hield is not even out of their range. It's Buddy like Hield's like twenty six. Come on, dude! The twenty six in the NBA right now is like, especially for a team that's like that young. That's hey, not, for, not for a shooter. Not for a shooter. That's true. That's true. And, T, and THT with his with his Zion diet that he's on. Yeah. I mean, he may be out of the league in a year. Well, they're, anyway. they're saying Zion has lost like 60 pounds or something. I'm like, he probably yeah. needs to lose another 60 pounds before oh, he can get on the court. But hey, that's good for him, though. I was a little worried about they about need to that. go. Uh, whatever Brandon Ingram's diet is, Zion needs to be on that diet. Hey, he did a good job for sure there. Staying in shape. Yeah, I mean, he's right. probably, it's just genetics with him mostly, but he's look, he's still maintaining that long athletic lean, whatever it is. So, um, I don't know. Um, so, so anyways, transitioning into some of the guys yes, you mentioned, we should, yes. uh, we should get watching some of these college, uh, college games. Yes. Yeah. So you, you, you watched what you watched pretty much every single game or majority of those games, uh, right? Yeah. There was every game that I, I had eyes on. Absolutely. And there is some serious talent. Um, is Chet uh, all the hype? Uh, yeah, for sure. And I'll tell you what, from a uh, from a defensive perspective, mm-hmm. uh, that dude is just so long and has um, this insane ability to block shots. You know, stay stay high, elevate, elevate, and then at the last moment when the guy is making the move, either for a fadeaway or, or change in his direction, he can still get it. So he impacts incredibly and then it, i'll tell you what his handle is not bad like he's out there and he's he, he's got a great feel so i i definitely think he is all the hype um there's an, there's another guy who uh for purdue ivy the guard okay yeah my yeah. lord i mean he is pretty damn tall i don't know exactly what he is maybe six four but he's maybe one of the fastest dudes i've seen with the ball getting downhill like attacking the rim it's insane how good this guy is with his uh athletic ability passing like he's got the total package so yeah those are a couple i definitely can see he's six four yeah, he's- and it's interesting i think his mom is a head coach for the women's uh, yeah, women's in indiana i think yeah and they yeah. both made it to the sweet 16 so yeah it was cool That's they saw cool. they they kept showing her whatever city they're playing in and like the little ballroom kind of watching yeah. the game and stuff so That's no, there's cool. there's some really good players in there um you know some big men that are playing um, yeah, it's tough. I mean, there's just a lot of solid players that I look at. And I was like, okay, I can see this guy, you know, contributing, you know, he's a great shooter or, you know, a couple of bigs that'll definitely, you know, make a roster somewhere. But those are two of them that I, I saw and I was pretty impressed with. Do you think there's any that will come in and legit just immediate impact? Um, that's tough. I mean, the guy from Duke, he's pretty solid. Ben, what is it, Banchero or I mean, but Griffin or no nah, Griffin also, but Paulo Banchero. I mean, he'll yeah. he's pretty good, but I don't think I don't know. I don't see him as one that's gonna like take over immediately when he gets it on any team. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to look through the games. Right I mean, now even realistically, like this because they're gonna go on bad teams. It's rare yeah. that they can. It's rare, like even LeBron. 
couldn't lift a bad team his first year. Like it's it's almost impossible, right? Yeah. Um, so unless you have like a decent roster around you, you're probably not gonna do much. Well, you know? I mean, you got Matherin from Arizona, who absolutely legit. You got their big man, Coloco, who will for sure the way he's he's playing uh, with his got his size, athletic ability, he'll make a roster and be one of the top ten, I think, picks. But Matherin, the other guard, who's mm-hmm. about a six five, six six, very similar to Ivy West on Mount. God, he he had one of the most insane dunks on top of the TCU guy last night. Yeah, that yeah, in a yeah. very long time. Yeah. Uh, well, let's speak about that game last night because you are a, a diehard Arizona fan. Yep. Your brother is a TCU alum, and my dad played for TCU. So that's correct. They were both definitely rooting for uh, for the frogs, and uh, that was a tough one, man. Because part of me is like, I I want Arizona to to win the championship because I think they have the squad to do it this year. You know, however, the back of my mind, I'm like, eh, if they did lose, that would be the only team on earth I'd want them to lose. <laughs> well, so, thankfully, it, they won. It was a close it, game, though. It was a cool finish. I I will say Arizona Arizona lucked out. Uh, it should have been a foul at the end of regulation okay. at half yeah. court. So that was, you know, that was shitty. They deserved a better outcome for that for that play. A lot of, a lot of foul calls throughout the whole game, but that's one that's very glaring. I can see why the refs didn't do it. They don't want to take the game away from the players, but when it's that obvious, man, you, shit, you got to, you got to foul them yeah. or you got to call the foul. So let's, let's go down the, uh, the, at least the first games for the elite eight. Yeah. Arizona versus Houston. Who would you for, assume for the sweet 16? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I'm going to go Arizona in that one. Yes. Okay. Michigan Villanova. Who, you know what? I, I like Villanova. This year. Michigan is playing well right now, but Villanova has some serious, serious, like veteran leadership, which uh, I'm going to ride with Villanova. Okay. Uh, Kansas, our boy uh, Matthews, a Kansas uh, fan versus Providence. Oh, well, you know, of course I have to go. I have to go Providence. Providence. <laughs> Kansas is one of our arch rivals, man. Matt and I have been going at it over Kansas, Arizona for shoot. 20 plus years. years. I mean, almost 30 years. It's crazy. So we're we're going Uh, Providence. Go go uh, Friars. Iowa State versus Miami. Uh, Let's go. uh, Let's go Miami. Iowa State plays some crazy defense, though, but I think Miami has a little much too too much power. The Cinderella thus far, St. Peter's versus Purdue. Damn, that's tough because Purdue is legit. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say Purdue, but hell yes. I'm going to be rooting for St. Peter's. Yeah. Yeah. There that, what was that team that with the uh, none, um, that was Loyola uh, Chicago. Yeah. Ago. I feel like they're this, this year's uh, version of that. Yeah. I, I bet on them and they, they suck big time. <laughs> I saw, I, I think I picked them too in the first round and yeah, that's why yeah, I'm I think, yeah, I think they had like 30 something points with only a few minutes to go in the game. And I, <laughs> so I had the, I had the over. So that was, uh, yeah. Did you bet? So I just learned this. Chris informed me that there's this new betting where you can bet on the first team to score 15. Yeah. Did anybody win that one? <laughs> you know, what's funny is uh, my buddy and I were talking about, we would have to wait till the second half. Yeah. To that game That game was so ugly. Um, yeah. I don't even know if they would have paid out on that. If it's, uh, if both teams didn't make it to 15. Uh, what about UCLA, North Carolina? These are just 
yeah those Classic. are big powerhouse names yeah. i'm gonna ride with ucla you know i like i like their team a lot of guys all of them came back from last year's yeah. final four run so i'm gonna go with the hometown well, team i have them in the finals my other team was usc and they did not make it far so Yikes. hopefully ucla makes it there um all right duke versus texas texas tech Texas Tech plays some serious, serious defense. Uh, God, that's going to come down to the final shot. Um, I don't want to see Coach K win the championship because I, I want to see Arizona obviously win it. <laughs> but but I, I'm cool with them making it to the final four and and adding to the, the legend and adding to the storyline and the drama of Willie winning in his final year, his walk-off song type thing. So. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be okay if they won to get to advance. Okay, okay. And then Arkansas-Gonzaga. Oh, the Zags. Zags. The Zags. It's their year. They haven't won a championship. No. They haven't won, right? They keep making nope. it to the final and champions. They just haven't won it, right? So, okay. Cannot get over the hump, but this – oh, God, I hate to say it. I think this is the year. Yeah, you know what the crazy part is? I For some reason, I always – like up till probably maybe 10 years ago, I thought they were uh, – when they said Northern – like East, West Coast, North. I always, for some reason, just thought like San Francisco Bay Area. They're oh, yeah. nowhere near there, but <laughs> they nope. are a few hours north of there. That's right. Um, so, yeah, well, the way it looks like the mock draft as of now has Houston having potentially the first Orlando, Detroit. And they're saying, well, this was, this was a couple of days ago. They said Paolo would be the first pick by Paolo the Rancher, Really? Wow. And Chet would be the second with to Orlando. Okay. Okay. And then Jabari Smith to Detroit. Oh, from and Jalen Duran uh, to OKC. Really? Uh, yeah. And then Indiana would go Jaden Ivey. And the Sacramento would get AJ Griffin. From Duke. Okay. Well, who is the fifth that would get Ivy potentially? Um, would be Indiana. Indiana. Oh, man. Imagine pairing him with, but that you know what—that's tough because then you got Halliburton that they just took. They would trade off that pick. Uh, well, I mean, this is potential, and then I mean, how hard would it be for him to go from Purdue to Indiana? <laughs> yeah, no, not just that, but yeah, of course, but no, but I think because of yeah, 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 yeah. I I don't think Indiana if they traded for Halliburton to do that, um, and they got Malcolm Brogdon, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I just don't see them adding another guy that is a cornerstone guy. I could so, see him going for a bit. I mean, if, if the front four go as is, do you think he, they would go with like a Keegan Murray from uh, Iowa? Cause he's an only other wing. That's like in the top 10, the rest or Terry Ason Eason from LSU. Uh, you're also, you're also going to get some players. Um, There's going to be a lot of movements, but some, yeah. well, some foreign players too that yeah. we haven't heard of yeah. yet. That yeah. next thing you know, they're going to be in the draft, and it's going to be there'll be some six eight point guard from you know Serbia or yeah yeah yeah, which there always is. There's a lot of great yeah. players that have been playing professionally for four or five years, so uh, it's always fun that time of year to see how some of these uh, some of these teams can get better. There is another player that's supposedly going to be drafted this year, and his name is Nikolai. Jovic. Nikolai Jovic from where? Serbia. It's from Serbia. I was just like, that's very similar to another NBA player. Yeah, seriously. You'd be like, hey, I got uh, that guy. No, no, no. We drafted the wrong guy. Yeah. We were going after him. Homeboy 6'10, 205. Hey, he may get some extra all-star votes because people are gonna think it's yeah, wrong guy. 
<laughs> what if he accidentally won it because he was an all-star because everybody thought it was the other guy? Hey, I um, I got some hype because uh, I was chasing running behind you on a layup line and they fucked up my last name. I got <laughs> I, I appreciate people trying trying to mix up people's names. I, I acknowledge Absolutely. that. So um, Absolutely. okay, well, you, better, so, you better watch this weekend. I am so, and the crazy part is we're gonna be in New Orleans the week after the game. Oh, so man. I was like, damn, it'd be nice to be there for that week. But I also don't know if I want to be out in New Orleans during this tournament. So very true. Very true. You know? It might be a good time to, to catch it right afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> You're not in the eye of the storm. Yeah. Um, well, so the way it's going, it's I feel like it's going to be interesting. In the next like couple of weeks, there's going to be all these all-stars making it back on their teams. That's going to completely change their teams. Like, the Nets are going to get Simmons back. Within the next couple of weeks, Denver is going to get Murray and um, what's the name? Porter. Uh, Kevin Porter, right? Those those are huge players that can change just like how you even play the game. Definitely, definitely. And and you know what? It I mean, it adds this element of yeah, they could be fresh. You could look at it that way. Or if you want to be negative and be like, oh, they're going to be rusty coming out. I want to think of it as. And they're gonna be fresh, ready to go for the playoffs. And you know, knock on wood, they stay healthy and and can make the playoffs funny. That's what it's all about, right? Yeah. I mean, you yeah. want to see these all stars. You want to see everybody at at full strength going at it and to truly crown a champion and uh, and be there. So, um, yeah, I I always love the NBA playoff time. It's it's really fun when they they get after it. It's actually they actually play defense, and um, you know that's the best part. I, I have a question for you. You're talking about some big names, guys. Uh, some rumors going around for offseason about Bradley Beal going to create a big three either in Philly, but then the rumor is that Miami is is going to fight them on that and try to get into the big three mix too and uh, create some trade for Bradley Beal. What do you think? I mean, both of them actually have pretty good trade uh, like packages for Beal. Um, I just like the heats uh, the coaching staff better than I like the 76ers. I don't like doc. We talked about this last year in the playoffs. How many games did he blow that had a 30 point lead or 25 point lead this season within a week, they blew two 15 point leads in the fourth quarter having MB play, you know, like if you don't have your, your big guy playing or hard and playing cool, but like you have those two and you blow those leads. Like, well, I just, I just see that also as, you got the guys on the court where down the stretch, yeah, you have the coach within, I mean, Jimmy Butler's another coach on the floor. And if anybody can write this chip and kind of grab his teammates by the, almost by the Jersey and yeah. say, get the hell get a stop for God's sakes, where it beat, I don't know if he, I don't know if he has that yet. I mean, he's MVP this year, but um, we'll do you wait. think he'll be the MVP or do you I think do. he'll go back to joke? joke no, uh, I think, joke. I think it will be him. I think he had a long enough stretch of, dominating to where um it, it got in the voters eyes a little bit so I, well that was the thing that that they were saying so he was supposed to have a rest game like a, a earlier this week or last week oh. and he played it and he he's like no i'm playing so he's even trying to get into and make sure he's uh, you know gets that um the, all the votes that he can get for oh, it, it, you know? it it means a lot to him you, you anybody that says it doesn't is is lying Right. And yeah, and I don't know. I don't know what's in his contract. Maybe there's incentives if he is MVP or not. Shit. If there's a million dollar incentive, I would be playing too. screw that off day. Right. If you're in the chance for an MVP, 
Um, but yeah, you, you can't at this point in the season take, take a day off just because you're like, Oh, I want a little rest. And then the Joker goes out and puts up 35, 15 and 15. And then he's like, Hey, look at me, you know, like, yeah, you, you can't do that. Well, I just, uh, uh, article just popped up. Uh, Ben Simmons herniated disc is back cleverly plant a uh, pun. Mm. Um, so he may be sitting out another, a uh, handful of at least no they're saying way. 10 days and they don't have 11 games left so how is he going to be incorporated into the lineup bro and- how is that not diagnosed by all the physicians prior to i mean i'm assuming they probably just were okay with it because they're getting a potential great player oh. and you're getting rid of a player that didn't want to be there you know i know but you get into some really serious stuff when you get into that back yeah. situation i yeah. mean I and know then the also, knees and, the ankle, and the knees and all that stuff. There's so much things you can do, but that back is a yeah. That's that's the that's why obviously a Porter fell so far in the draft, right? Because yep. his, he had so many back surgeries. Um, another just update: we, we didn't even get to the Bulls and Lonzo Ball coming back, Caruso coming back. Yeah, uh, Lonzo Ball. I guess uh, they're pulling back on his rehab, and um, they're giving him another ten days. So we shall see. But I think with players like. Lonzo, their transition or flow back onto a team is easy because yeah. he doesn't hold the ball. You know, he's constantly moving and passing. So yeah. I don't think him and Caruso really affect the uh, team on either side, like in a negative way of coming back. Whereas I think Simmons would affect um, the Nets in a dramatic way, both sides and not necessarily yeah, well, potentially in a positive way. Yeah. What's the update on your boy? What's What's he coming with back? Caruso? No. Oh, AD. Oh, yeah. AD. Um, they didn't say. I I read something that he's uh it doing uh contact, you know, whatever. So potentially. I figured you didn't him. mention him because you didn't want me jinxing or something. So. Yeah, you're not allowed to. Say- <laughs> Look, you got your venom out earlier in this pod about them. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Kim, okay, I would say let's. Let's see if we can go an episode without talking about the Lakers, but we're getting into the playoffs and it's like, they're potentially, you know, in the mix of it all. So, like, I mean, that can't happen. We could try it next week. We can, well, no, I mean, they're going to win the championship. So you can't not, not talk about that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? That'll be, that might be our next bet. Can we Look, go the whole, it's like, without me mentioning anything about the Lakers. Homie. I still got a pulse. I may be, I may look like I'm dead, but until you hear, feel no pulse, I'm still, I'm still going for it. 10 seat, nine seat. Fuck them. We got them all. <laughs> Give me oh, the Phoenix wow. Suns. <laughs> hey, good luck with that. <laughs> hey, look, like we said last season, you don't want to like, no matter where we think LeBron is, you don't want to face LeBron in a single game elimination, you know? Absolutely not. Whether, I mean, look, the, the obviously it's a very high potential that they're going to lose, but you don't want that. To, I don't care. If, I don't give 80s not playing. Yeah. But just the, the, the idea that LeBron's going to say, I ain't passing to you, Russ. I ain't passing to you, TC. I ain't passing. I'm shooting the ball 50 times. I'm going to score 60 points tonight. Yeah. Like, yeah. He just, he could do yeah. it in yeah. any, in any night. If he truly just said, screw these guys, I'm not, I'm not dishing it out to see Russell hit the backboard or, Whatever it is, like he's gonna go for it. So I would never want to play him. In a well, one let's get into uh, Westbrook's last three or four games. He made a game winner oh. or game tie shot to take it in overtime, and they won that game. Was damn that shot like boo boo? Oh, 
he missed a bad one literally the possession before but Oof. but he's he's gotten better in not turning the ball over within the last like week and a half yeah like i that's the first thing i look at when i look at the stats i'm like how many turnovers yet it's like one two I think a lot of it is because they're taking the ball out of his hands, so he can't turn the ball over. Smart. Well, hey, what do you know? Good coaching. Let's not fire our coach. Um, <laughs> but uh, but uh, besides that, he's not shooting a lot either, and he's making a de- – he's shooting at least 50%. I'm like, look, you're doing great. Don't take threes. Shoot 50%. So, um, look. Hey, you're just trying to talk him up so all these other GMs that are listening to our podcast are going to be like, oh, maybe we should go after him in the offseason. I see what you're doing. I love I that you you're doing. Our four listeners are all GMs in the NBA. Hey, it's probably it's probably the bottom four GMs in the NBA right now. They're trying to seek any type of advice right now from anywhere. <laughs> look, I look based on and how they stumbled on our pod. What can you say? I will say, I think you and I combined or individually would do a thousand times better than the Sacramento Kings GM, like a thousand times better than the Sacramento Kings GM. I concur. So, um, yeah, I will just end it with that. <laughs> so hire us. We'll take a tenth of the pay and then we'll gladly, gladly. Absolutely. So all you GMs out there, this is where you get your advice. Hire us as assistant GMs. We'll be consultants. We, we won't charge you much. Just a couple hundred Absolutely. thousand a year. I can, I can get a business card tomorrow with consultant on it. <laughs> I don't need a business card. Just my face is my business card. <laughs> our pod is our business card. Our podcast is our business card. Let's go. Hey, just at the Sacramento Kings on your. Uh, I will. Your I'm about okay. to. I'm about to. Uh, assistant GMs and consultants in, in within, you know, flying to Sacramento is what, a 45, 50 minute, hour and a half drive? Or Cake flight? Walk. Cake walk. And then when they do get a uh, get a team in Vegas, hey, we could just join oh, that yeah. team. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I look, I, I consulting is my, uh, is my new career path. So we got to lined up. We got to lined up. All right, people keep listening. In Cause we may be out of this podcast business and into consulting soon. Hey, catch us while you can. <laughs> yeah. We only have another 500 episodes left. <laughs> Let the countdown begin. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you for listening in and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.